Welcome to the Jeff Macalino Podcast. How the heck are you? Hope you guys are uh, coming off a nice weekend. And I hope you guys have enjoyed my uh, episodes far so far. Boy, already messing up the, the words. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far in 2022. Uh, I've declared this season two uh, because I'm not really smart enough or organized enough to keep track otherwise. So we're calling it season two of the podcast. Uh, Real quick, before I jump into introducing this episode's guest, uh, the elephant in the room for those who know me is the uh, the Sean Payton news that he's stepping away, uh, as stepping down as head coach of my New Orleans Saints. Uh, I'll probably talk about this more on a podcast that I do for FL Teams that should be out potentially as soon as you're listening to this episode. And judging from my ratings, and I appreciate the ratings have been up in 2022, uh, I assume uh, it'll already be out by the time you uh, are listening to this. Uh, So you can get a more extensive thought there on what I think as far as the Saints. Uh, But just Sean Payton as the uh, person... Uh, the stabilizing force and the culture that he built in New Orleans. Uh, it's very sad for me to see him go. He's the kind of guy who I wish coached it, you know, another 10 years, 15 years until he was just too old and, and wanted to, to hang it up. Uh, you know, was uh, obviously he, he's been the Saints coach since 2006. There's the one year he was suspended, uh, which was bullshit. And side note, Side note, I did watch that Netflix movie, Home Team, starring Kevin James. Uh, cute family movie. You know, not, not. I mean, it, it, you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't like an in-depth analysis of Bounty Gate or Sean Payton or anything like that. Uh, but a cool little fun family flick uh, about him coaching his son's uh, 12-year-old team. Um, so worth it, especially if you have kids and you want him to watch a football movie. Uh, but, you know, I, I just think my kids, you know, my daughter was born in 2010. She's not a big football fan, but even she was upset when she heard Sean Payton was leaving because that's the only coach she's known her whole life. Uh, and how spoiled, uh, you know, and I even think how spoiled I am to an extent because I was born in December of 86. Jim Mora was the coach when I was, you know, my son's age. Uh, he had a pretty long tenure and then Mike Ditka for a few years, Jim Hazlitt for six years. And then it's been Sean Payton ever since then, minus a a couple interim coaches in there after Moore got fired and Payton, uh, took the year off, we'll say. Uh, so I haven't even had that many coaches, a lot of quarterbacks, but not that many, uh, coaches, uh, you know, considering the Saints earlier years, their first 20 years, there was a lot of turnover in a, in a lot of areas. Uh, so a little spoiled with how long he, uh, he stayed. So sad that he is moving on. Wish him the best. I hope he does not come back and coach an NFC team in 2023 because then I'll, I'll have mixed feelings about him, especially when he inevitably faces the saints. I, I hope for more of a John Madden type second act for his career. Stay in the booth, teach us. He'll do great there. So, I still am optimistic, and I think the Saints will win the Super Bowl, even though we don't have a coach or quarterback at the moment. 
<laughs> All right, that's just a look into my personality. Today's podcast guest is Nicole Matteris, and she was fun to talk to. Uh, talked to her when I had to, uh, uh, in between, uh, in my free time before I had to go make my uh, long journey to uh, do kid pickup. Uh, probably could have talked to her for a lot longer about a lot more things because she does a lot. She's a podcaster, writer, actor, producer, director. She does improv, sketch comedy. Um, we talk a little about some of that stuff. Um, she's also a really big reality TV fan. We talk a good amount about that. I do not watch or enjoy reality TV. She does. So in, interesting conversation and uh, a little insight for both of us, I, I think, into uh, what goes into that. Also, I'll make the argument, you know, that sports is the greatest reality TV. There's a guy who doesn't mute his phone when he's recording a podcast. Uh, she also hosts a podcast called Totally Recommend This Dude, and she co-hosts the podcast Totally Tunular. Um, we talk a little bit about cartoons in the beginning because that podcast, as you would if you're intelligent, you probably assume is uh, about uh, cartoons. So uh, had a good talk. Hope you enjoy it. I'll see you on the flip side for some housekeeping items. Uh, please, I only have a couple of Valentine's Day fail stories right now. Send me some uh, if you'd like, and I'll try to do a whole Valentine's Day episode dedicated to your Valentine's Day related fails. Send those to me on any of the social medias. You can also email me, and if you'd like, you can even do like a voice memo on your phone. And email it to me, and I will play it if you'd like on the air. Just try to keep it, you know, two minutes or less if it's a story. Because I did get one very long story that uh, I'm going to need to trim down or summarize. Uh, because otherwise, it's it's going to be the whole podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy me with the fantastic Nicole Matteris. everyone. I now welcome Nicole Matteris to the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you, Nicole? I'm doing really well. How are you, Jeff? I am doing well. I'm uh, I'm drinking coffee, which is which is rare for my episodes. That is a great mug. That's a horse, right? A unicorn, <laughs> actually. A unicorn, even better. The, the horns had a bit of uh, damage, as you can see. And the oh, ear, actually. Oh, that explains why I thought it was a horse. Okay, cool. Well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of got a half horn. It's it's lived a rough life. I, I kind of run into walls with it. And, okay. And <laughs> so that's why I can't wear rings or watches. I smash oh. them into things. Oh, that yeah, that would hurt a lot. Yeah, I got my ring here, and I'm always kind of nervous about something like that. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. No, I could never have diamonds on a ring. Oh, my God. They'd be lost. So it's funny you say, you know, that you're drinking coffee and then that's like pretty unordinary for you because I'm drinking tea this morning. So it's uh, so I'm on the West Coast for those that don't know. So it's um, 930 here and I usually have coffee, but I'm experimenting with having tea instead. So we'll see how my caffeine levels do. Uh, yeah, if you, hours, if you but... crash in a few minutes and need a break to go get coffee, that's totally cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, OK, good night. <laughs> if you start falling asleep i'll say hey let's take a quick break <laughs> yeah there you go wake up yeah exactly but but it's yeah. really good to be here so thank you for having me on 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and just to give you a glimpse into my personality, if uh, this was a weekend I did not have my children, it's 12.30 here, I would totally be having my first drink of the day right now. So. <laughs> God. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, okay. Got it you. is in the PM. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, that's right, because you're in uh, Florida, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's, uh, that's right, it's 12.30 by you. That's right, that's right. I always have to think about the time difference. But yeah, yeah. I, I've been a lot more cognizant uh, with some of the later guests because uh, I, I interviewed a woman in Australia and she thought like the lifestyle that we live in Florida was like, it, it was like we lived on two different planets. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, well yeah, because I told her like in Florida, we don't do masks. There's no vaccine passport. Oh, I see. You can go anywhere and do anything. And it was like, what? I'm like, that, that, it's equally shocking to me that you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh and that's i see and so so it's interesting when you said the difference between florida and uh australia i was thinking like the beaches like in fellow places like the beaches oh. are like gorgeous and like you Climate's know it's probably similar yeah <laughs> yeah like beautiful people and like happy people because you could like go to the beach all the time like i used to live in la and in that sense it were it, i feel like it's similar to like australia and florida where it's just like people are like hot people are like going to the beach people are happy <laughs> like you know like good vibes generally yeah in in florida everyone uh compared to la though is very wet like sweaty 24 <laughs> oh okay that that yeah <laughs> the the humidity right i always forget about i'm an east coaster and i always forget about the humidity i really shouldn't but um yeah that makes it everyone's very wet that's <laughs> hilarious that's how i like to describe it it's just just no matter when I, you know, I'm on my high end weight right now, but even when I was thin, it's like, I'm sweaty all the time. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Well, everyone, everyone gets it though. Right. It's like, okay, we're all in this together. We're all sweaty together. We get it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable when like you go, uh, I, I worked in an office for over a decade and sometimes they'd have chairs that like kept your heat in and then my back and everything would get super sweaty. So it's oh, real no. awkward when you get out of a chair and it's just soaking wet and, oh, no. and very visible. I'm like, at first I tried to like hide it and like be like, oh, that would put the chair so no one can see it. And then I'm just like, I don't care. It's a bad chair design. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's sit in it if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's the chair's problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I, that's something I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out a way to work that into standup. Cause that was one of my more awkward times when I, mm -hmm. I used to care about all these things. And now it's like, I got to a certain age, like you get to a certain age and you just stop giving a shit about different things. Like I, I remember in high school, one of my biggest concerns was always like, I can't let anyone think I'm gay. And now I'm like, why would I care? I'm not, I don't care if you, <laughs> It's, it's interesting how like, yeah, like over time, things really do kind of like shift in that way. Like I'm, uh, I'm turning, I'm turning 30 next month and I'm totally in the same boat as you where I'm like, I used to like, yeah, I used to care so much about like what people thought about me and like, being like, oh my God, like, you know, what if so-and-so thinks this about me, right? Like I just like put myself in other people's heads as far as like what they think about me. And I'm like, you know what? Like, what, like really, what does it matter? <laughs> Like really, like right. really, like, like, uh, you know, unless like, you're like potentially giving me a job. Yeah. 
ask you. I care if you're gonna like maybe help me pay my bills. Then maybe I, care. I guess if if you're if you're asking or wanting someone to ask you on a date, I suppose that would still you'd somewhat care about mm -hmm. some of those little details. But I guess like, it helped, yeah. But things you can't change, like yeah, I'm I'm sweaty. It doesn't matter if I'm 280 pounds or 200 pounds. I'm gonna be sweaty. It is what it is. Just it is what it. it is. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. I, I ask doctors and they're like, uh, you can try different underwear and undershirts. I'm like, I've tried all options, including none of the above. And yeah, <laughs> that's actually worse, by the way, more sweat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. The things we, yeah, the things we have to, you know, do in life, but whatever. But I, I, I applaud you on your journey to be, you know, whatever, <laughs> to be whatever, <laughs> whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Well, I, um, I liked, um, uh, I like how you are very versatile, uh, mm, in, in things you do, you act, direct, or, uh, produce, write, all that stuff. And you have a couple podcasts Yeah, you have, and I want to talk to you about those a little bit too. You have, uh, your own podcast is totally recommend this dude. Right. And then you co-host totally tunular. Yep. Um, and, uh. I didn't get to listen to the full episode um, because I was interrupted today by a, a couple of uh, a lawn guy and a direct TV guy. Um, but the last one I saw was uh, about Earthworm Jim, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you watched that one? Because I didn't really like it, to be honest. So I don't want to <laughs> get through all of it. No, I okay. haven't. I was actually listening to it when you logged into the Zoom meeting. <laughs> and okay. I'm like, oh, I'll listen to it later. Oh, I think, I mean, I think the episode of our podcast is fun because it's just like four chaotic people, but the show Earthworm Jim, uh, yeah, that wasn't particularly my favorite show, cartoon on the planet, but, uh, but thank you for listening. We appreciate you. My, my brother loved Earthworm Jim. I loved Freakazoid. Okay. I'm unfamiliar with that. Is uh, that like a, uh, a... Freakazoid was a WB show. Okay. I think it was a, probably a little bit before, before Earthworm Jim and after okay. Animaniacs. Oh, interesting. Okay. And uh, you can't find it any, you can get like a few random YouTube clips of it. And okay. it really irritates me because I think my kids would love that show. Yeah. And, uh, it's not on any of the streaming things. It's It's been wiped off the face of the earth. It's almost like I want to ask, can you buy it on DVD? But then it's, it's like, who even has a DVD player anymore? So I don't even know if that question's relevant. Like, um, is, is it on Amazon for like, I don't, I don't know if I looked on that. I'll, I'll have to check into that because I feel like he was like a some computer nerd who somehow got sucked into his computer and turned into a weird superhero kind of guy. And okay. I, I felt like he was almost like a Deadpool type, like he broke the fourth wall a lot. Okay, gotcha. and that kind of thing. And he was he was designed for you know preteens probably. Okay, that, that age range, a little probably a little above where Animaniacs was, but. Not well. I, I don't know whether I should say not to the South Park level, not to the okay. launchiness <laughs> of South Park. At least. <laughs> yeah, right. Like there's a. It's okay. I mean, it's funny how there is a huge gap between the two, but like I get what you mean. It's like somewhere in that. Yeah, somewhere in the sphere of like not totally animaniacs, but not. Yeah, and we have talked about South Park on Totally Tunular. Um, and it's interesting. Like I don't know if you've watched it recently or anything. I was expecting to watch South Park and be like, oh, this is like so silly like it's just like you know but fart humor um they have really good satire in like a good number of episodes um that like I was like oh this is like 
making me think about things in a really, you know, interesting way. So, I mean, some episodes are like basically fart, but humor. And it's like, that's funny too, but yeah. Well no, I, I think a lot of times they designed their intelligent critique of society behind like potty humor. Yeah. Like I, I always think back to the, what was it? The giant douche and the turd sandwich for the oh. mascot. I haven't seen that one, but but I could like imagine what right. Like and it was obvious. <laughs> it was very obvious that it was symbolic of the presidential election. Like you have to choose between oh. a giant douche or a turd sandwich. Oh and this was yeah. this was a while back. That's like funny. this was not 2016. I started I seeing the memes for it a lot yeah. more, but this okay. was possibly back in 08 or 04. Like it, I mean, oh. South Park's so old. Okay. It was, it, it wasn't about the election that seems most obvious to right. me now. <laughs> okay. 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 That's what I was going to, okay. Fair enough. Um, that, that is one I'll have, because yeah, like exactly what you said, it's interesting when it's like, oh, we're making social commentary, but right. Like, like exactly what you said, it's masked behind like a fart joke or a poop joke. Yeah. They do. A, I mean, they do a great job of that. Like someone, yeah. Like I feel like someone who would be out of that was like, oh, South Park's like, you know what I mean? Like South Park's just like fart, inappropriate fart humor. Like, why would I care? And it's like, no, like it, it, it is fart humor, but with like a smart, like <laughs> undertone, to be honest, you know? Yeah. So. And now sometimes, and I'm probably guilty of this myself. Sometimes I think people read too much into it. I Fair enough. That's, Fair that's enough. like the, the Rick and Morty complex where people oh, are, here's why yeah. this is so genius. I'm like, I just think they were making a silly joke. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that's, you know, Rick and, and that's one coming up for totally tunular. Rick and Morty is a really interesting one where it's like, yeah, like almost like, Oh God, I feel like I'm going to be come for, for the fan base for this, but almost like the fan base sometimes like changes what you think of the show, you know, like, cause the yep. fan base is so like that, what you said, like, they're so like, it's the best show ever. It's like, I, I really like the show. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's like smart but it's almost like I don't want to watch it sometimes because like the fan base is like all in. So it's like, and sometimes I like to watch cartoons like casually, you know, like, right. like I don't need to be like the biggest fan of something to be like, yeah, it's, it's good. Um, so I totally know what you mean. And, and it's funny, we did have one episode um, and someone came on the show and we were like critiquing a show. And sometimes we do like deep dive into critiques that, you know, we are guilty of that. Um, and then someone was like, guys, this show is like made for kids. And we had to like step back, <laughs> we had to step back and be like, you know what? Like it took like 35 episodes to get here. And you know what? Sometimes shows are just made for kids. Like, and that's, and that's that. Like at the end of the day, like you don't need to like dissect like every like line of dialogue, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Know? There's not always a, a deeper meaning. It, it yeah. can sometimes just be, like, I don't think Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, I, I don't think he was, I mean, I'm sure there's theories. I think it was just, you know, a funny piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, like literally just, yeah. And that's a totally fair thing to say, I think. And I think that's like, that does transition well into um, what you and I want to talk about reality TV, if you're ready to get there. If, if, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I know you're a big fan of reality TV. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I even tried to prepare for this conversation by uh, today. I was driving my daughter who's in middle school. So I'm like, do you, you, I know you don't watch any at my house. Do you, your friends watch any reality TV? And she's like, no, everything made for our age group is so cringe. I'm like, cool. <laughs> That's I'm like, like, yeah. 
I'm like, oh, I think I do watch one. I watch guys grocery games. She's like, Daddy, that's a game show. That is not reality TV. I'm like, interesting. I'm like, oh, okay, so I don't. <laughs> it's interesting how that line is divided uh, because I would, yeah, I guess I would have called that reality TV, but technically, maybe it is more a game show. But it is. I there's but, a fine line there. But also, like, what I. I'm not sure if middle schoolers are Gen Z, but like exactly what I expect a Gen Z person to say is like, that's cringe. So that's just like very funny. Um, and that's interesting. Um, I, uh, so yeah, so I do really like reality TV. And I think the reason is because like similar to what I, like what you and I are basically getting at before. It's like, it's not meant to be read too much into, you know, it's not meant to like be this like, like, like you know I took like film theory classes in college it's not meant to be like this like iconic like Citizen Kane level thing it's literally just meant to be enjoyed at face value like just turn it on turn your brain off like you had a hard day um you just want to like be dumb honestly if you just want to be dumb for like an hour (laughs) of time like reality tv just like allows you to do that and so that's why like lately especially I guess with like all that's going there's like always something new going on with the world all this like always like a new thing to be like concerned about just like okay I'm gonna just like not think about anything like that at all and just like turn my brain off and like turn on reality tv so that's been my thing lately gotcha and I do understand that um so I I've always said I have shows where I can play on my phone during them or like do other things yeah and then I have shows like uh Ozark, which I think the last season just came out today or last week for the listeners. I heard, I heard um, but uh, uh, Breaking Bad is my favorite show of all time. I you can't play on your phone or no. do any of that. You need to just focus on the TV. Yeah. And then like, I always have my DVR set to record The Office and Seinfeld because I've seen all those episodes multiple times. So it's just so kind funny. of like background noise. I don't know. There's probably an unhealthy. Uh, psychological thing about needing the TV on, on making. <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing though, you know. Like I, yeah, like I'll, I'll especially Seinfeld. I'll do that exact same thing. Throw it on the background and get my phone. So, no judgment here. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. Th- those are two great sitcoms. I don't think either one of them I would argue is the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like comfort sitcoms that I just can watch over and over and over again. <laughs> right. I feel like there's like something to be said for like the level of familiarity too to it where it's just like okay like I know what to expect here I'm just good like I know I'm going to enjoy it like okay so this is kind of a weird one um I'm not sure if you've seen uh Tim and Eric awesome show great job um I have not uh it's 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 weird like I'm not good like it's an adult swim show which I feel like already kind of like you know is like the realm of like the sense of humor um but my so my fiance and I have seen it so much and like we so we just like that's like our background show um it's like a very very like I said it's like a very like surreal comedy so the the humor is definitely like out there but um but just to the to the vein of like just tossing something on my brother and his wife their show is Portlandia okay I've never actually watched but that's a very uncomfortable show to have on in in background (laughs) I'm like this is very awkward I feel uncomfortable yeah can we change yeah. to like anything else I, I like the earlier seasons of that show um and then kind of yeah I kind of fell off with it when it was on because I was like ah it's like the same kind of yeah 
like, I mean, whatever, no disrespect that someone likes it. Like, that's awesome. But I, I personally was like, okay, like I get it. You know, it's going to yeah. be awkward. It's going to be like hipster. It's going to be cringy, like fine. But um, there's a, there's a shelf life with that. Yeah, I do agree. And it's funny because I read a quote recently that like at the time Jerry Seinfeld was like, it's the best comedy on TV. Like he said that about Portlandia. And I was like, I feel like that's a stretch. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, okay, Jerry Seinfeld, like, you know. But Was, was Curb Your Enthusiasm not filming that year? I mean, it might <laughs> yeah. not have been. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why not say like. Back your boy Larry David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it wasn't on that year. You know, that's hilarious. I didn't think about that. Just like Larry David being like, do you know what I did for Seinfeld? Can you like throw me a bone here? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like promote my show. I don't know. Yeah, see, that's a show. Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. is a show I would rank above uh, Seinfeld, even. Yeah. Uh, but I, it wouldn't yeah. be a show I'd want on in the background. <laughs> that's a good, I guess that's the difference is that I love both so much. But like, yeah, Curb is not a background show and Seinfeld is a background show. Yeah, Curb, I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's got to be some science to this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look into this further. There's got to be some science to like why we just like some shows in the background and like Curb. I've seen every episode of that at least twice, too, except for the latest season, because why would I? I'd be weird to watch that a second time already. I haven't. I have to watch like I'm behind on the on the latest season, I have to admit. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's just because I've been so committed to other like, I mean, I got so much I want to watch on TV now, to be honest, like. I ha so yeah, so totally tunular. For totally tunular, obviously every week I'm watching a different cartoon. That way we can like talk about it. Um, then I got my like Survivor kick going on right now, where I'm like, I just want to watch Survivor every night. Um, Are so you starting that from like the beginning? Is that still going? It's still going. Um, and I'm not. I kind of just bounced. I, I'm I'm just bouncing around to seasons that like sound good. To be honest, like where I'm like, oh, that's like an entertaining angle. Like. Um, like, okay, the one we just watched was like from 2016. So it's a little older, but but uh, millennials versus Gen X. So it was like a millennial team, a Gen X team, and then, you know, whatever, it all kind of unfolds. Um, uh, so yeah, so I just like, like if you have Hulu or, or Paramount Plus um, or even Netflix has a couple of seasons, it's really just easy to kind of just like be like, ah, I get it. Like, I don't need to watch from the beginning to get it. Like I get it you know, at season 30 something. And yeah, they're like, to go back to your point, there's like a ton of seasons. It's still on now. I I do really recommend this show. <laughs> um, if you ever want to, I don't know, dip your toes in uh, reality TV, this is a pretty good one. So so the last reality, I'm trying to think. So I'm thinking it was probably early 2000s. So I was still in high school or just starting high school maybe with some of these um i'm trying to think the one i really enjoyed the most that i think had like two seasons and the second one i want to say was like celebrity was and you've probably never heard of this it was called the mole no that's funny so I haven't, yeah. they had people they were all working as a team but one of them was a mole working to try to you know compromise the team and they were being paid separately so, wow. huh. and they all had to try to figure out who it was. And I guess the winner got the total pot of money if they were able to, I, I don't even remember how it played out, but it was fun because it was like eight people. And one of them was working to 
cut the other ones down. Okay, interesting. But part of the strategy was you kind of wanted people to think you were the mole if you weren't, because people who guessed wrong got eliminated. Wow. So, so it was a weird, and then cool. the mole sometimes would do things good to help the team just to keep people off their, you know. Okay. So, wow, that's fun. That's a fun concept. Yeah. And then they did a celebrity version of it with like, I don't know why I remember this. Corbin Burnson was in it. I don't remember no. anyone else who was in it. I don't know um, who that is. Is he a, is he a sports? Is he a sports? No, well, <laughs> the only, I, this is going to be terrible. The only thing I remember him being in is the major league movies. Um, okay. So a, a baseball themed movie. Okay. Um, I see. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I'm sure he was another, but like C-list celebrity. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's who, who filled out this cast of people. Okay. Um, so probably not a good sign. Their first celebrity season was like all seat. Like that's like season 20, like dancing with the stars. Now that's, that's your, oh, okay. that's your C-list cast kind of that, people. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. The first yep. season yep. should be A-listers or at least, yeah. you know, high B-listers. High B-listers. Yeah. Uh, yeah th this was, this was bottom barrel celebrities. Like you and I would probably be on the, the, the short list for a show yeah. like that. Like there you go. Bad. Yeah, like a podcaster that hosts two podcasts, and everyone's like, yeah. "Who?" <laughs> oh, they got an IMDb page. It's good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because that's like um, I was watching Celebrity Wife Swap. I don't know if you ever watched Wife Swap. Um, and like Celebrity Wife Swap had uh C listers too, like one of Michael Jackson's brothers, and like oh, what's his name from Twisted Sister? Like D. I think it's D. Snyder. I think could be. Is that guy yeah, whatever. I know um, Twisted Sister, but I can't think of any other names. I like, yeah, like I can imagine the lead singer, but like I'm not positive his name. Anyway, but like, yeah, Celebrity Wife Swap was a, and was a similar thing. And I was like looking through the list. And I was like, who? Like, who is this? Like, who is this celebrity, quote unquote? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a loose, you know, uh, definition of celebrity. But, um, but, but. Yeah, I have to, I'll have to check out the mole if it's anywhere, which it, it very well might be, you know? It yeah, I'm curious. I, that's another thing I'll 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 check out. Because I, I did enjoy it back in the day. And then I think I watched the first season of The Apprentice, which that's for obvious reasons not still going on. Um, yeah, I watched I watched that too. I watched it um, you know, like when it was live. I back well, I think a lot of those shows, so here's my thing is I think a lot of them are good in their first season, or I would guess. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think I watched parts of The Amazing Race, the first season, okay. too, maybe, okay. or one of the early seasons, and only parts of it. Um, but I, I'm like, it's a great concept, at least, mm -hmm. for, yeah. for a TV show. And I, I don't know if they ever did a celebrity version of that. I'm sure they had to when ratings dropped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking now, I'm wondering if Survivor ever did a celebrity episode. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, that's it. I feel like that's that's where you have to. I guess that's part of my problem with reality shows is mm -hmm. I feel like they either need to make like Jersey Shore. They make their people a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Never right. watched an episode okay. of Jersey Shore, but I can name Snooki. Yeah, I like I watched that. That's another one I watched when I was live. I've been watching reality TV for like a long time, too, I have to say. Like I watched that when it was live. Um, yeah, like I watched The Apprentice when it was live. I watched um like I don't know if you're familiar with like Laguna Beach or like those um you know MTV era like like kind of like the same era as Jersey Shore anyway whatever 
Um, no, see, I uh, I did. I remember my ex-wife was obsessed with uh, Kendra Wilkinson, I think it was. Oh, uh, so I, like, yes. Watch side watch some of those like I, okay. I was in the room while it was playing kind of thing. So if my memory serves correct, yes, I, I believe she was one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends on, um, yes. oh gosh, what's that show? The the Girls Next Door, I think is the name of it. Um, that I think was she what... watched that show too, actually. Yeah, I <laughs> I did too. I don't know. There's like, I, don't, I guess it is that like escapism of like totally being like, this feels light. This doesn't feel like I'm carrying a heavy, heavy burden after I watch it. Like, like, okay, like one we, well, let me think of a good example. Like, okay, when Game of Thrones was good, did, did, which I know is kind of a, did you watch Game of Thrones by any chance? I'm currently on season three. That's like a great, you're Thrones. in like, you're <laughs> in like a great part of, and I'm not going to spoil anything. You're in like a great part of Game of Thrones. Um, It got, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard it kind of lost its way. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But every time after an episode, you know, it's like, oh, I love it. It's like such rich TV. It's so such good storytelling. But after it, I'd be like, okay, I have to go to sleep. Like this was like took a lot out of it, you know. Like I just like take a nap. Where like um, reality TV, I guess it's like I watch an episode. I'm like, okay, like <laughs> I'm just gonna like go do anything else. Like I still have like the brain power. Um, that's that's a very good observation, and it's interesting because I said specifically that with Game of Thrones. I said, I can't binge it. I'm good for one or two episodes yeah. at a time. I can't binge it. Like Breaking Bad, even though it takes up a lot of brain power, the first time I watched that, 62 episodes, I was done in 11 days. That's amazing. Like I would be up, um, I, I, I worked from home. If I didn't have my kids from five o'clock PM until like 4 AM, I was watching Breaking Bad. Wow. Because like every episode ended and I'm like, I'll go to bed. No, I can't go to bed. I need to see the next episode until it was like, all right, if I don't go to bed now, I'm literally not going to sleep until work tomorrow. (laughs) I mean, it's funny you say that because now that I think about it, there are like some shows that I will like binge. Like there was this one, I don't know if you're a horror fan. It's okay if you're not. Um, uh, uh, The Haunting of Hill House was this like one season Netflix show. And maybe it was because it was one season, but Anyway, it was definitely one of those where it was like terrifying. So like, it's a, a lot to like watch cause you're like scared like the whole time. But I like did binge watch that. Um, like I was up at like two in the morning watching like maybe one of the scariest like things I've ever seen like on TV um, and like being like, I gotta watch more. <laughs> like it's so good. So yeah, I don't know what the logic is there i don't i'm not sure i wonder if it's something about how the episode ends Mm. like you just need to you just really want to see what happens next i mean game of thrones seems to end on cliffhangers every week but i Mm. don't have the desire and now in defense of game of thrones i all it's not my genre Okay. I'm like, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't dig the, I don't love the old stuff, the knights and the wizardry and dragons and all. It's not really my genre. So, I mean, fair enough. But it's, you know, I I, I guess I shouldn't spoil it in case someone's even further behind than me. But like an episode will end where it's like, oh shit. All right. I'll watch the next episode tomorrow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Breaking Bad um have you seen breaking bad it's funny i saw the first 
see I'm like I've done this with so many shows where I've seen like the first season loved it and then like kind of stepped away I'm sorry don't hate me uh it is a great show it is a great show I've done that with so many things that I regret like um there are shows where it's like I really enjoyed it and then like I binged the first season I was in the middle of the second season and then I went on a vacation to Disney for five days yeah and then you're like I had to catch up on my DVR because my DVR was you know full yeah 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 and then it was like three weeks between watching episodes I'm like I kind of forgot where I was like oh my gosh and I just left it there floating there forever (laughs) preaching to the choir I do that so much so I'm happy to hear that I'm not the because I yeah I mean there's so much now too right where it's like hard to like what you just said like maybe in like I don't know in 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 the 90s or whatever it was like, well, actually, I shouldn't say the 90s. You really had to watch things live in the 90s. Um, maybe when maybe when DVRs first came out, it's like, okay, I went on vacation, um, you know, coming back to like, I have, but I have this like one show I'm really obsessed with and I'll like catch up on it when I get back and like be happy. But now it's like, there's so much competition. Um, it's like, oh, I'll just start, uh, I don't know, Hype House is like this like <laughs> reality show I watched in like a weekend. And I was like, okay, like that was like, by you know i was like okay i don't need to watch whatever the heck i was watching before i'm, I'm good um so. so so reality shows nowadays i don't know if this is true so uh, some a lot of the ones we talked about that are a little older you know early <laughs> the apprentice it was a reality show but it had a prize right the mole mm-hmm. same thing survivor even mm-hmm. same right. thing it has a prize um and then there's reality shows like the real housewives mm. and my god i had to watch an episode and the 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 i was supposed to interview this pair of sisters who were on a reality show that was oh. on tlc and they wow. didn't show up for the interview by the way so um sorry oh that's saying sorry <laughs> but but i i sat through an episode of their terrible reality show and i was just like i want to just murder everyone on this show i mean everyone I hate them all <laughs> I mean, everyone is, I guess that's the thing too, is that like, there are a lot of really frustrating people on the reality shows I do like. I I, I have to say, like, I'm not going to like sit here and be like, oh, everyone's like a delight. Like, like, okay. Like when I just started um, is Joe, Joe Millionaire, which I don't know if you've heard of like the earlier one. So there was one from like back in the day that I think was like one guy um and the whole thing is like he pretends to be rich but he's not rich um they brought it yeah it's like so shallow too um they brought it back in 2022 and now they have two guys um one's rich one's not but you don't know who it is and all these girls are competing for their love and like don't get me like the bachelor but like yes it's like yeah like everyone's trying to like get on that bachelor um you know uh, popularity, I guess, which is like a spin. Exactly. But like, I mean, even me explaining the concept of the show, like it could not be any more shallow. Right. So like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, like if this guy's not rich, like I got to go for like the rich guy, like, oh my God, like how terrible. So like you do think about like the people or like um, the contestants that like go on these shows and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of like, I think they want to like definitely like amp up like the fights between the contestants and the drama and all that stuff so I do often have to like look within and be like why do I enjoy like like these awful 
conversations <laughs> between very shallow people. Like, and I don't, I guess I don't entirely have a, uh, you know, explanation for that. I think, I think me and my friend, friend, so, and I have friends that are very into selling sunset, which is another kind of, you know, a lot of drama between women shows. <laughs> so, um, and we were like, you know what, we try to like, we try to live a drama free life in our, you know, mm-hmm. lives. So maybe it's a little bit of like a, I don't know, a, ta- a taste of what like really dramatic lives are like without like being like in the mix of it. Um, which I know also probably sounds silly, but I guess there's like something entertaining about the drama. Um, like, it, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess that's, I, I, it, it just makes me angry. Oh, I <laughs> totally, I mean, like totally it, but like, I had to yeah. sit through because uh, uh, I, whatever reason, I had to sit through an episode years ago of, it was either The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Okay. And I'm just like, this dude's sleeping with all these women, presumably. I mean, and they're all cool with that. Like, hey, I know you went on a date with her two hours ago and it showed you guys seemingly pretty hot and heavy. I mean, mm-hmm. not that the girl would have seen that, but it's like, Right, like you know, yeah, like they're like aware of. Just call yeah. this Chlamydia Island or something. I mean, it's. Wow, well, that is a good point. I never thought about that. Like that, like <laughs> it's a very easy way to spread an STD. I there's mean, a truly. there's a bachelor bachelorette strain of herpes out there, actually. <laughs> you are really blowing my mind. I have to say, I never thought about that because, like, there are a ton of, like dating like right like dating shows that are all about people like like love island is all about um another one like all about hooking up um i mean joe millionaire is a similar thing like you said bachelor bachelorette i never thought about these like maybe people get screened before they come on the show oh my gosh i don't know that's a that's a good question that would actually make a whole lot of sense right like just like all right then we're just you know like just in case like because like god forbid that would be like te- that would be terrible <laughs> oh, oh my gosh yeah <laughs> that, that really would ruin the the magic of these shows for me i have to say i so. i just like the idea there, there'd probably be people out there like yeah i got herpes but it's the bachelor strain so <laughs> so i'm like allowed in i wasn't club. dumpster diving <laughs> yeah oh my gosh um that's hilarious because like I don't know. So my mind immediately goes to like, so I used to live in LA. Now I live in central California, like three hours North. Um, and there's always this like lot, like I, I loved LA. There was like a lot to really like, but there's also always this like um, stereotype that like people in LA are like shallow and just want to like, you know, seem famous or be famous or whatever. So I do like this idea of like, I don't know, someone being like, I got the like, I got the bachelor herpes and they're like allowed in like these exclusive clubs because it's like you know what I mean like it's like 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 okay like you're yeah you're elite because like you were on this reality show and got like the specific type of herpes that's just where like my dark sense of humor goes for like sketch writing or something it's like yeah we're all allowed you know yeah yeah oh I'm sorry you you You've just got regular herpes. You're not yeah. allowed in the club. You're not allowed in this club. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe come back after you've gone on like, yeah, Joe Millionaire and we could see where you, you know, where, where we're at. Do, uh, the contestants to these kind of shows, the ones where they're finding love. Right. Yeah. Um, 
are they all do you think their motivation is 99 percent of them just to try to get on and become famous yeah okay i do i do i do especially like especially i mean i think especially joe millionaire um and like I missed episode three, like, I think it aired this morning or something. I got to watch it because it's like on the night before on Fox and then comes to Hulu. Anyway, um, yeah, I do think so. Because like a lot of these women, like I, like I looked at their Instagram profiles, like they're like influencers, you know, or like they have like a clothing line that they're kicking off. I, yeah, I, I do think a lot of it is for the popularity and not for the actual like guy, <laughs> which is also so shallow, but yeah. Yeah, but at least that, so I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm like, if if they asked me to be a contestant on one of those shows, I guess mm-hmm. I'd be like, I guess, I mean, it could help my podcast and maybe people <laughs> would want me to come do comedy because I'm like, I, you've seen him on The Bachelorette. <laughs> he was the well, first one eliminated because he said, I'm not playing these fucking games. <laughs> said for that like I, I I mean okay like one where I think I feel better about it is like Survivor because Survivor like what you said like um there is like the end goal the end goal is like you win a million dollars if you're the sole survivor um a lot of it is about like working as a team it's very like family friendly and they really like milk that it's like families can watch Survivor together so yeah when like I like someone on Survivor, but they get eliminated early. I'm like, okay, at least like they were a Survivor contestant. Like they could use that the rest of their life to like, like what you said. It's like, okay, I have a podcast. Like maybe I have a Survivor audience built in. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You got to figure you'll you'll get an easy ten thousand of or so people who will just yeah. kind of be like, yeah, let's follow this guy on the social medias and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, like something like that. I'm like, okay, like that makes me <laughs> makes me feel happier if like someone's like particularly nice on survivor but they get yeah like a limited it's like okay you probably still got some and i guess it was the same thing with like american idol i don't know if you watched that um when it was on but a similar type of thing where it's like you're probably still going to get a record deal of some sort because people love you right like right like even though you don't win american idol yeah like, and think- at, at least with american idol and and some of those singing shows now i i don't watch any of those either to be honest i don't anymore i watched american idol back in the day but yeah yeah and i i've never watched um well i'll get to that one in a second but uh american idol and at least that's like a talent show good point good point i mean yeah. at least it's like we're showing your abilities to do something not just like that's fair can, can you can you make the other person want to fuck you real bad because if you can you'll stay around a long time that's, even better if you cause drama we'll make sure he yeah that's fair <laughs> that's fair i mean yeah i think like what i'm uh really coming to with talking to you jeff is that there's like very two different avenues of reality <laughs> tv one that's like absolutely talent-based and one that's really just like drop like just about the drama um, I do enjoy both, but maybe like, <laughs> yeah, like Survivor, I would argue does take a level of talent because there's a lot of um, physical challenges um, to win. And, uh, but I mean, I can't argue that something like Joe Millionaire necessarily takes a level of talent, you know, like. Be- yeah, I, uh, I think, I think and, and maybe this is a male thing. I just think if one of my friends was on Survivor, I'd just be like, ah, cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if they were on The Bachelorette, I'd be like, 
you're such a loser. <laughs> well, I, you know, I do have to say, even with like Joe Millionaire and The Bachelorette, I'm like, guys, like there is Tinder, like there is Hinge, like we don't have to do this stuff anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like I met, it's funny, I actually met my fiance on Tinder. Um, so I'm like, these things work out, like get on a dating app. Like you don't have to go on, <laughs> you don't have to go on The Bachelorette. <laughs> Yeah, the, well, and and look, all of those people are so attractive. It's like, yeah, like, like I've seen I've seen enough of them just in commercials where it's like, all right, that female could just stand in the road with a sign that says "Who wants to date me?" and yeah, she would yeah. cause a five-hour traffic jam. Yeah, it's like, why don't you? Again, I guess the answer for why don't you just do that is because I want you don't fame. get famous doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't get famous doing that. <laughs> and when I go on Joe Millionaire, maybe I'll get. Um, yeah, like a couple, like you said, maybe like 10,000 followers or, or something. Oh, your audio just... Um, but yeah, uh, I guess you can't get famous by, like, I guess like you can get locally famous by standing in the middle of the road, holding a sign saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then, you, then you'd have guys like me, like, you are causing a delay. I, I hate you. <laughs> you're like, you're on like the evening news, like, you know. <laughs> Did, did but, the uh, Bachelor, Bachelor, see, I don't know enough. Did, did they have celebrities on there ever? Or Oh, that, it's funny. I'm actually, like, unfamiliar with, okay. I don't know. I, th I think there was, like, a celebrity Bachelor and Bachelorette, but honestly, like, I'm not sure. Like, that's, like, out of my wheelhouse, and I'll tell you why. I heard, it's, like, got, like, a literal cult following. Like, the Bachelor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you're, okay, you're, like, oh, yeah. It's, like, a, like, you have to be all in or not and I just was like you know what I have to be not like this can't be my life um so uh yeah those like like I'm familiar with the shows but I don't watch them so. gotcha no that's what's the uh, other one you mentioned the sunsets is that a competition type show or no it's not uh this that's one, one of those drama one shows <laughs> it's one of those drama shows it's definitely like like there's no competition like they're not competing for anything but um it's it's similar to like a housewives type thing talking heads um like interpersonal drama in an office so selling sunset is based on this uh, re uh, uh, real estate office in Los Angeles called the Oppenheim Group, run by two brothers, and all the women on the show um, are, they work in the office. So, like, they are, like, there is a, still a talent associated with it. Like, they are selling, like, multi-million dollar properties of real estate, but, like, the show doesn't, like, necessarily, like, that's not the main focus of the show. The main focus of the show is, like, the drama between the, the women. Um, and 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 they're like friends and and the the two guys that run the group so very very drama dependent so i it, it that makes me think going back to a show like the office mm -hmm. um I, if you just shoot mundane everyday stuff and then do the confessional where a person mm -hmm. you could almost i'm curious now but i would guess you could make anyone's life who has any kind of social interactions look uh like dramatic right like if that's a great point yeah you know i'm hanging out with friends and a friend walks in yeah. and it just cuts to me being like this guy's a total douchebag cuts back to the scene now there's drama even though they're <laughs> yeah no you're i mean absolutely yeah i totally agree with you like absolutely like 
And I think that's really what, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what like reality TV is like born on, right? Like, okay, what's like this situation where people would be like interested enough, you know, like, like selling sunsets, like, okay, I care about like multi-million dollar properties being sold in like Los Angeles. Cause like, I like to like see the houses, like, that's cool. Like, I think that's cool. And then it's like, okay, well, there's a bunch of like women working in this office. And as we have found out from like the Real Housewives series, people love <laughs> women that, that fight, which is sad, but that's a moneymaker. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it helps that they're all like, you know, your, your typical Los Angeles, you know, hottie, you know what I mean? Like they're all like blonde and, and tall and, and all that stuff. Uh, so that yeah, guy, guys will watch it with their wives or girlfriends because they're like, eh, boobs. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, which is like a big part of LA is like, oh, boobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that, that playboy show with the three of Hugh Hefner's yeah, girlfriends. Right. Like, yeah. it was like, I mean, not that I could tell her not to watch it, but it's like, I don't, it's not the worst thing in the world. At least there's yeah. pretty women on the TV. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, there's three, like, like, I'm literally watching three Playboy bunnies, like, yeah, like, existing, like, like, okay, you know, um, which is funny, because, like, uh, in a similar vein, like, I, like, when they were on, um, which I guess they haven't done that, I used to watch the Victoria's Secret fashion shows a lot, because I was like, oh, it's, like, so cool to see, like, these, like, a-list models like wearing this like really cool stuff and my fiance would always be like like why are you why are we watching this i'm like you don't want to watch this and he was like no like i don't care <laughs> like, like so and, and i guess it becomes the same thing with selling sunset where he's like why are you watching this and i'm like i don't, I don't like i don't know like don't you want to watch this there's hot people but i don't know i'll, I'll tell you what really ruined things like the victorious secret thing yeah it, it probably 20 years ago, 15 years ago would have been like top charts where all the husbands and boyfriends yeah. would be like, now it's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and pull up porn on my phone. Um, <laughs> I don't need okay. to watch almost naked women on TV. I can watch actual like hardcore shit on my phone. <laughs> you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Like it's like the, um, like the, yeah, like the, the, like the Victoria's Secret catalogs have discontinued over the past few years. And I'm sure the, evolution of the internet has caused right because it was like okay you could get it sent home the wives will flip through it but then also like the husbands are happy They're to have a catalog it. like that in the yeah. house but, like, now <laughs> it's like well that's kind of yeah that you know that makes a lot of sense um <laughs> so, so i guess maybe that's why like yeah it's like similar to what you said it's like okay well like if selling sunsets on in the background it's like okay people are attractive or like joe millionaire like i mean like I'm, I'm going to be honest, like the two guys on that show are like very attractive, you know, so it like helps. Like, yeah, no one would watch it. Now, <laughs> you know, what's interesting. I, I would guess interesting societal thing. I would guess if the men were ugly and the women were hot, women would still watch it. If the hot women were yeah. pining after the men. Yeah, that's that's so that's an interesting angle for television. Like. Yeah. yeah, especially if since there's like that other shallow, um, you know, level of the show where it's like one guy's rich, one guy's not. So it's like adding in that extra. It's like, OK, well, they're also not don't look like models like, you know, it's like and I do. I agree. I think people would still watch it. Yeah, I, I think there was 
because I think my mom watched it. I, I think, and this was years ago, I think there was a show where they got a bunch of average dudes competing for, Okay. I think it was like a bachelorette style. I think it was just one woman. About. Yeah, I like can't remember the name, but I know, yeah. But then I think halfway through, like they brought in, like there was eight guys left and then they brought in like eight models to compete okay. with the eight okay. average dudes. And it was just like, and I think she ended up picking a model at the end. <laughs> okay, wow, yeah, there you go. I mean, reality but, TV. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh no, no, no. That's that, that's the. Uh, I mean, that was predictable, probably. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, yeah. Going back to, I guess, like like there's like the, you know, talent-driven reality TV or like the competition where it's like, okay, I'm not watching this because people are like attractive. I'm watching this because like it's interesting to see people be very good at something. And then there's like the. Yeah, which like I guess like the more shallow, which I guess Selling Sunset does fall into that realm. You know, just like hot women arguing. Like yeah, you know. and and then there's the celebrity trying to cling on to any kind of fame they can, which I think mm -hmm. is like what Dancing right. with the Stars has become. Okay. Yeah. Like I, then, yeah. I, I do you know Carol Baskin though from Tiger King? So she was on Dancing with the Stars. I don't know how many seasons ago. But uh, yeah, not too long ago. So my thing is always like, uh, I was on a podcast, guest on a podcast right before she was. That's cool. And, and, and mine has more views on YouTube than hers does. Well, that's a flex. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so awesome. Dancing with the Stars is really grasping for straws at this point, <laughs> if that's the level you're shooting for. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Well, next season hopefully we see you on Dancing with the Stars. That's what <laughs> I'll 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 be there very quickly because I will lose fast. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's a good point because I would I mean I say all this stuff, but yeah, I would definitely go on Dancing with the Stars and oh yeah, in a second. Now if if I was, you know, name a famous person, then I'd be like, uh, am I am I really that bad right now that i need to go on that to drum up interest fair yeah that's a fair point it's like depends on how famous you are in your life yeah that's a good point or how famous you once were yeah it's a good point. yeah i i feel like at, at this in the beginning i think it was like a compliment because even like the athletes were like top of the line jerry rice type you know okay. i think he was on i think he may have won okay um and now the athletes are like you know hey, this guy finished 14th in the Olympics in figure skating. Like, okay, that's <laughs> great. Yeah. This swimmer got a silver medal in the 1996 Summer Games. Cool. Not quite a Hall of Fame football player anymore, huh? Is and I don't know that any of those have actually been on the show, but that's just my sarcastic example. No, I, yeah, I understand. Oh my gosh. Uh now maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I'll watch the earlier seasons though. With like with actual stars. Yeah, with actual <laughs> stars. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, funny. my my daughter enjoys that. I guess she watch <coughs> excuse me. I guess she watches it at her mother's house. Um, but she enjoys it not because of the celebrities, she enjoys the dancing part of it. So that's oh. another thing where it's like that's a at least that's a talent show, even though that's a good point. You know, most of the celebrities I assume suck. Yeah. Although they always get like a guy, uh, you know, someone who was in 
in sync or something it's like well they should know how to dance they like had to do it quite a bit yeah like <laughs> i know it's not ballroom dancer. dancing but yeah like they should have some sort of like i don't know ability to be able to like step into a different kind of dancing since they were like right right i i would think because i i think the football players always did really well on there oh, because your feet sense. are very important in in yeah. football like I, and i feel like that's you know and being able to follow the right pattern and everything is it's art so, so, <laughs> so this like i do i i agree with you i do like think that in a way sports are art and you had said something before the show before our recording that i'd love to yeah talk about um and yeah you i mean i forget exactly what it was but like yeah something like sports are the best reality tv something like to that extent. yes yeah that's that's my that, so my daughter uh hates you know football she just wants to go up in her room and my son and i watch football so i always mm -hmm. argue i'm like sports is the greatest drama the greatest reality tv that exists i do i mean i get it i mean you're getting so for example uh and i know you're you're not into sports but like the the bucks uh a, a couple weeks ago mm. were losing a game and their wide receiver antonio brown who has been a psychopath on and off the field but in the third quarter of the game on the sideline, he takes off his uniform and shoulder pads and helmet, oh, throws it yeah. down, and runs topless to the locker room through the field, like yeah. making a big show of it. Like he just quit in the middle of the game. And then afterwards, there's this whole he said, he said thing. Oh, the coach wanted me to play injured, and he told me if I wasn't going to play, I could get off the field. And the coach said, no, I, I told him that. Uh, he was complaining that he wasn't getting the ball enough. So I told him to get off the field. So it's like, ah, oh, now there's all this drama. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, yeah. And, and I, I, I don't, I think you make a really good point. Cause I do. Yeah. I do remember seeing, um, like I didn't watch, like I'm, I'm familiar like with football more so than other sports. Cause I played fantasy, um, you know, but, um, like, I do remember seeing, like, tweets about that and just, like, people making memes about it. Like, so, right. like, like, even if you're, like, not, like, you know, the biggest sports fan, even if you're not, like, watching it, like, you're, like, aware enough of, like, this, like, like, this drama, like, really easily enters the zeitgeist, um, which I think, like, sports as, like, an industry is, like, very fortunate for, you know? It's, like, drama that, like, is very, like, easy to kind of snowball into like becoming like memeable or something um which i guess reality tv has that too but um uh, uh well i think it's i think it's the same i think there's a lot of memes and stuff out there that yeah. like i'm i'm familiar with it couldn't tell you where it's from and a lot of times those are like you know reality tv shows and i'm like all right cool i i know the meme and i think yeah. sports are the same a lot of times it's yeah. like everyone knows this image they they might have no clue what sport it is yeah yeah but they they're familiar with it because it is in the pop culture yeah realm like, like i have no idea why michael jordan was crying that time but that meme you know of him sobbing is like uh, like you know what i mean like i've seen that meme a billion times and we'll probably never know why he was like crying in the first place um <laughs> you know like so somebody's made the joke like he's the greatest 
basketball player to ever step foot on the planet and a generation or more of people are only going to know him as that dude whose crying face is on all those memes <laughs> oh my god that's so true oh yeah yeah that's exactly right nail on the head oh my gosh so yeah i do i mean i do going back to what you said i do agree with you that like sports is drama sports is reality sports is i mean forget it the fan base is like reality tv envies the amount of fan base the, the, the level of fan base that sports gets like forget it like like imagine people like i don't know standing like joe millionaire to the same extent as like a sports team like like you like it would never happen like it's amazing like the fandom that latches onto sports um, yeah, so. I, I think if a network like dedicated like a TMZ show to just sports drama mm-hmm. and like the off the field stuff, because obviously leagues and teams, that's the difference. Like leagues and teams don't want that off the field stuff to be, oh, I didn't know you that. know, into I still remember I was a kid. It was like the early 2000s and I'm a big New Orleans Saints fans. And one of our star players got traded allegedly because he knocked up another star player's wife and the team had to choose which one to keep. And I still don't know the whole story about that, but there was definitely some weird thing where somebody was screwing somebody's wife. And yeah. yeah, So, I mean, like that would be like a whole season of a reality TV show. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Literally like reality TV, like wouldn't, like you know what I mean like the producers would like love to have that level of drama wow wow oh um yeah you probably have to wrap up soon right sorry I could talk forever um yeah no I'm, I'm looking at the clock I got a few more minutes okay cool okay um but wow so I um I did want to ask so what's um I know you've uh and I saw on YouTube you've got uh, a couple things on there where acting and writing stuff yeah um yeah. What, uh, are, are you currently kind of doing anything that you're passionate about or how is all that yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I'm currently working on a uh, screenplay with a couple friends. Um, so fingers crossed, it's like a, ho- a horror comedy. Um, that's definitely something I'm like passionate about. Would love to one day make. Um, and also I'm uh, associate producing um, my friend's movie, Curse of the Weirdier, um, horror comedy too. Um, one of my co-hosts of Totally Tunular, Ben Johnson, is directing that. Um, so, so yeah, as much as I could talk about reality TV, like that's like more so like a hobby, for lack of a better word, like watching reality TV. Yeah, like I, I, I do have my creative endeavors that like really drive me, and, and I'm very excited about about all that. Um, I mean, totally recommend this dude. I didn't really talk much about that. That's a, a show where I recommend podcasts. Um, I'm very passionate about like just ex- I mean <laughs> basically explain to people why I like a podcast and like if other people listen to the podcast then like talking to them about it um so so yeah yeah as you can see I don't have a theme for my podcast I don't have a cool you've got it. like two podcasts with cool names I'm just like I just talk to people on a microphone and <laughs> no I like I considered doing a similar thing with my friend recently I was like we can kind of just like BS for like a half hour together if you want like there's something to be said for both you know having a theme and also not and I respect you I don't know I respect your format I'm just like hey let's come on and talk about whatever the heck because you gave me a 
um, at the talk about reality TV, and I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it, it's an interesting thing, and it is funny because I'm kind of similar to you outside of the the podcast department. Like, I'm trying to write screenplays, and nice. and uh, I'm doing some local dudes got a sketch comedy thing he puts on YouTube, and and uh, and I'm doing some stand up stuff here or there. And uh, it's like, it's funny though, I, on the podcast, 90% of it's talking about so like reality TV, sports, <laughs> not making money off that stuff. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, good for you for your, um, you know, creative endeavors to sketch comedy and, uh, and stand up and all that good stuff and your screenplay. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Hey, that's the only reason this got started. I, <laughs> cause writing comedy, you've probably been in a similar place. Um, cause I, I, all of my stuff is like dark comedy, which is kind of similar, I think to horror comedy. Um, and then I'd write the whole thing and it would just be like, wow, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> I've been there. It's been dark. There. <laughs> yeah, definitely dark. Definitely part of that. Yeah. Oh, I've totally been there. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I do think podcasts where you just talk, I feel like that does help notch some things in the head sometimes <laughs> good point yeah i do agree totally yeah well nicole where can um and i'll put your link tree in the show notes because i know there's a lot of links but where would you recommend my listeners uh go to find you yeah uh yeah uh, follow me on instagram that's a good kind of hub where i post about, about my uh creative stuff and uh podcasts and everything um at underscore N-I-C-O-L-E-M-A-T-A-R-E-S-E, just my name. Just <laughs> figure I'd spell it out, it'd be easier. Um, and then if you're on Twitter, um, go ahead and check out um, the two Twitters I run. One is for Fantasy Shed, which is the home of Totally Tunular and Totally Recommend This Dude. And then I have a Twitter page for my podcast, Totally Recommend This Dude. Um, I would love if you all could follow me there. If not, no problem, but I'd love to connect with the you know, the creative. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, Nicole, uh, I had a great time chatting with you and uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. It's been great. Well, that was it. That was the episode. Thank you, Nicole Matteris, for the fun conversation. Uh, check her out on all her social medias. It's got the link tree and some other links in the show notes. Uh, I got to set up one of those link trees. They're cool. You can put all your links there. One stop shop. Uh, so check her out. Uh, give her a follow on the social medias. Uh, maybe check out her uh, podcasts. And uh, again, thanks to Nicole for joining me. Uh, again, like I said on the front end, keep uh, sending me those Valentine's Day uh, stories. Uh, failures are the ones I enjoy, they don't even have to be your failure. They can be your significant other's failures or your ex's failures or your sibling's failures or your friend's failures. Those are the best ones to laugh at, your friends. Those are always funny when they mess up in a romantic situation. Uh, the Super Bowl's the day before Valentine's Day this year, so I don't know. I think maybe after this year uh, with the Super Bowl being in that vicinity, there there may be some some good material coming out of that honestly down the road uh so and please check out my social medias uh and uh give me a follow i got the twitter 
Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I need to pick one of these and really start pushing it more. You can also rate the podcast. I'd appreciate that on Apple. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it on IMDb. Just remember on IMDb, it's 10 stars, not five stars like Apple and Spotify. I mean, I don't know. If I get a bunch of five-star ratings on IMDb, that might just make my podcast kind of pop more. I have no idea. But give me 10, and I'll like you better. Uh, Although, they're all anonymous. They're also all free. So just do one of them for me. If you're listening this long, do one of those as a favor to me. You can find all the links uh, in the uh, show notes. Well, you can find the IMDb link there. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can just do it with what you're looking at in front of you right now. So do it. Please. Uh, I've got an interesting, uh, got a lot of guests. I've actually already got, let's see, the next month, maybe month and a half of episodes kind of in the can or scheduled in the very near future. So what may happen if I keep having such tremendous success with such interesting guests is I may start popping out a couple on some weeks, uh, instead of just once a week, I might pop them out. But, you know, if you subscribe, then you will see them. And, uh, you know, if you share the interesting ones with your uh, friends uh, and, uh, you know, give me a give me a click on the social medias when I post a new episode, uh, that can help because the ratings are up in 2022 and the higher they go, the better for me. And the better for me, the better for you if you listen to the podcast because it'll be a better product. I promise I will, I will invest all of the tiny, tiny bits of money that I get from this podcast back into the podcast until, you know, it's just so much money that it would be ridiculous. Um, and even then maybe I'll build a studio. I don't know. We'll see a little better than my uh, home office. Perhaps I certainly need to uh, rearrange things there because I'm I'm getting sick at looking at the same background behind me when I try to do my screenshots. Anyways, hit me up. Reach out to me with the Valentine's Day stories, uh, frequency of the episodes. If you say, hey, I don't care if you put out episodes you recorded nine months ago, you know, just give me one a week because I don't like listening to your voice for more than two hours in a week. That's fine, too. My episodes usually aren't two hours, but some have been. And uh, if you listen to my FL Teams podcast, then you're, you know, you're getting another 15 to 20 minutes a week right there. So there you go. All right, everyone. Enjoy it. I will see you back next week. Another Dynamite episode today and another one coming to you next week. Peace.